and welcome to First Draft for the month of January 2018. Due to time zone differences and holidays, this month's show is just a teensy tiny bit different than normal, um, but I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, we recorded three different segments individually instead of all together, and so you'll get to hear uh, a little bit from each of us individually, which I think is a lot of fun. And so without any further ado, I'm just going to kick this show off by sending it off to Julia in London. Hi there from London. I am Julia Kelly and Julia Blake, uh, kind of depending on what I'm writing and how the mood suits me. Um, we are doing something different this year for First Draft, taking a little bit of a break during the holidays, which we've done before. But since we decided uh, we wanted to come back strong in 2018 with January and kick things off, we're doing these little videos telling you a little bit about what we're drinking this holiday season and then also I'm going to actually talk to you a little bit about what my beginning of the year plans are um, very briefly, give you a little bit of a hint. So most importantly, what I'm drinking. This is a very standard, very boring uh, gin and tonic. I originally was going to make um, something called a winter aviator, which has been sort of my drink this season. I really love it. It's a fantastic um, drink with oranges or clementines, whatever you have around the house, gin, Campari, and creme de cassis. Unfortunately, it bucketed down rain today, and we are out of oranges and clementines in the house, and nobody really wanted to go out to Waitrose to get them. So instead, um, I'm drinking a gin and tonic, but I will pass along the Winter Aviator to Mary Chris to post up on the website. Uh, it's a really pretty um, pinky, purpley magenta color when you make it, and um, it's also pretty alcoholic, packs a punch, so be careful with those, but I highly, highly recommend it, especially if you like that sort of herby gin and Campari combination. Um, I also wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about what it is that um, I'm doing for the start of the year goals-wise because this is my favorite time of year. I really love this kind of sense of renewal and beginning with the start of the year. My birthday is also in January, so that also feels like a new beginning as I start a new year. Um, so every year as this time kind of rolls around, um, I pull out, you know, sheets of paper and scribble things and make goals and all of that. But last year, one of my friends suggested um, picking a word to, to sum up what you want your year to be. So last year, my year was, was summed up by focus. So that was my word. And it was a year of focus. 2017 was very much about sitting down and working on my writing career. Um, I wrote full-time pretty much from April to December of this year, which was a fantastic experience. Um, it really, I think, was a game changer in terms of being able to really get certain aspects of my career going, including marketing, uh, some, you know, being able to take some risks with some new books, some different types of books, and really, again, you know, focus down on what it was that I wanted my career to be. So, when I sat down and started thinking about 2018, I thought about sort of, I didn't want it just to be my writing career. I wanted it to be my family life and my relationships and, you know, my financial uh, well-being, my health, um, my day job, my, uh, my um, writing career as well. So 
I threw out a lot of different words, uh, but the one I kept coming back to over and over again was connect. And uh, for a writer, that might seem really obvious, right? You want to connect with your readers, obviously. You want to foster sales. You want to create that relationship that's going to last you for a really long time. But I ended up realizing, actually, that connect is also about you know, connecting my books to my marketing plan. It's about connecting my new day job that I'll start in January to my writing career, making sure that's a really healthy balance. It's about connecting with people here in London and building those relationships as I really kind of establish um, a social environment for myself. It's about connecting with my family and, you know, connecting my health and well-being to, um, you know, all these different aspects of my life, uh, including very much my writing career. So, Connect is my word. Uh, that's what I'm going to be um, focusing on <laughs> for the rest of the year. Um, and I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be a really nice way to um, add a little bit of intention behind the things that I do this year. And uh, again, one of those things is is absolutely you know connecting with readers and building that relationship. But um, it's about more than that. So I'm pretty excited about it. I really hope that you guys, if you find it helpful to choose a word, um, sometimes I know people find, people find, um, goal setting can be a little overwhelming sometimes. So the word, uh, can be a really nice way of sort of tying all those things in together and just taking a moment every once in a while and saying, is this actually serving what it is that I wanted to do this year? Connect, focus, you know, be fearless, whatever it is that, that you've selected. So I hope that uh, you guys find that helpful and uh, we will be back uh, sometime very soon for a full slate of first draft. And I cannot wait because again, new years, new beginnings. Hi everyone and happy new year. This is Mary Chris Escobar. I'm here with my contribution to the New Year's First Draft show. So uh, happy new year to all of you. And we're excited to bring new episodes to you very, very soon in the new year, but we're just, as Julia mentioned, trying something a little bit different and coming to you individually to share some of our uh, favorite drinks and maybe a little bit of our thoughts on 2018. So um, interestingly, Julia shared her her gen drink that she wanted to make and I have clementines here Julia <laughs> and I tried to make your drink but I didn't have Campari so uh, just proof that you sometimes need good friends uh, to bring all the different things together to make the perfect cocktail uh, so it's too bad that London and Virginia aren't closer and I can't share my clementines and you can't share your Campari <laughs> but cheers anyway so um, the drink I'm sharing today is um, the Biggie S'mores Imperial Stout. I am partially sharing this because I know that Julia and Alexis like it when I have giant bottles of beer on the show. Uh, so this is my giant bottle of beer. But this is an Imperial Stout, so it's a pretty boozy um, stout. It's 8% alcohol by volume. And this one is brewed with 80 pounds of, or 80 boxes, 80 boxes of graham crackers, hence <laughs> it's, it's reference to s'mores, and then some of the malts and barley in it have a bit of a chocolate flavor. So that gives it the graham cracker and chocolate, and then it has lactose, so it's a milk stout, which gives it a little bit of the marshmallow flavor. Um, this is from Three Notch Brewing here in Virginia. Um, I really enjoy a kind of boozy stout this time of year, but I will tell you that this bottle, um, much like a good cocktail, is meant to be shared with friends because you could not consume that all yourself. My favorite way to drink these big boozy stouts is actually almost at like you would drink 
a bourbon or something as a nightcap uh, because again they're, they're super boozy. I will share in our show notes some other examples of this kind of stout since this one is going to be a little hard to find if you're not in the Richmond Charlottesville area of Virginia and there are plenty of other breweries that are doing fun things with chocolate malts and graham crackers and deliciousness. So that's my drink that I'm enjoying for not just the holiday season, but it's a good winter warmer. Uh, and it's 25 here in Virginia, I think. So for all of you in cold climates, a nice imperial stout can be nice this time of year. Um, we also talked about sharing favorite books, and I had a realization that apparently one of my resolutions for 2018 would be to read a little more. I made some shifts in not blogging quite as frequently or not not blogging regularly this year and did not do my books and brews series. So I realized as a result of that, uh, an unintended consequence, I read a lot less. So uh, the book that I am going to share with you all today that as I reviewed what I had read this year actually sort of ties into my plans for 2018. So as I have shared on the show through the year, I decided to back off a little bit on blogging and really focus on finishing my third novel and sort of decide what direction I wanted to go with that. I finished that novel. Very exciting. Uh, so I'll be celebrating with some Imperial Stout at, right at the end of the year. And I have sent it off to agents for review also right at the end of the year. So I'm not expecting to hear anything back for uh, quite a little while since there's quite a bit of wait with that, especially around the holidays. But it, I was ready to get it off my desk. And I did decide with this project to move forward with dipping my toe into the traditional publishing world again. So I'm really interested to see where that experiment goes and what the next step is going to be for me. I'm sure you will hear more about that in the next year uh, and sort of what my findings are and how that process goes in 2018. As a result, now that that book is done and out in the world and finding its way, I will be looking again sort of at what I backed off of this year a little bit as far as maybe website and blog and social media and trying to figure out what all of that means. And a book that I read earlier this year was Dan Blank's Be the Gateway. Um, and I found it really helpful. I've always I've gotten Dan's newsletters for years. I highly recommend them. I'm sure we've talked about them on the show before. But uh, he it's a great touchstone for me about being authentic in your marketing and your social media and yet having some consistency to that. So I am really planning to take 2018 to figure out what I want my brand and my marketing to look like. So if I had to pick a word for the year, uh, it would be authentic or authenticity because that is what I'm really striving for and what I'm wanting to figure out what that looks like to me now in 2018 at this stage that I'm at in my career. So excited to keep you all posted on the journey as the year goes through and very excited to be back with Julia and Alexis to bring you more episodes of First Draft starting next month. Cheers and again, Happy New Year. Hey everyone, Alexis Ann here in the frigid January 1st uh, North Carolina winter. I'm still getting used to the fact that I am living somewhere that has winter. Uh, it's weird and I'm freezing. But the good thing is, is um, it's football all day today. So we're in the middle of watching the UCF Auburn game, which UCF is where my husband graduated from and where my sister is currently attending. Um, so it's a lot of fun to see them in their first big bowl game. And then tonight we'll be watching Clemson, uh, where my husband grew up and was a kid when they won their first national championship. So we're looking forward to tonight's game as well. 
Uh, today I am drinking the Lismore Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Um, I've been very into the scotches for the last month or two. And uh, I like mine with just a big spherical gla uh, glass pfft, ball of ice. Um, or occasionally I'll just do a splash of water. So, and I'll take a sip right now. Cheers, everyone. So, 2018. It's going to be crazier. I'm telling you guys right now, everything is going to be crazy this year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a huge, I just think it's going to be a huge year. Everyone who works on First Draft, everyone that we work with outside of First Draft has been doing all of this building. And I just see it all coming together this year. Um, so hopefully all of the shows that we bring you this year too are just going to be so interesting and informational. Last year, my word, uh, just like Julia's, was focus. I had a Scott Dinsmore uh, quote um, in my house in Florida before we moved. I had a whiteboard, my desk, same desk. Um, sat against a wall and I had a giant whiteboard and so I had it written in green um, dry erase marker and it said focus is the key to the world and I actually think it was his father's quote but it was on his blog and and that's where I found it and so I chose my word as focus because I was having a lot of trouble staying focused and not in the usual I'm usually a very focused person I have no trouble working from home it's something I've always done in all of my different careers. I enjoy it a lot, but it's a different kind of focus. It was the, oh, this author's doing this thing. Maybe I should do that. Or, ooh, I should be marketing more. I should be doing that. Um, and I kept getting business unfocused. And so I really wanted to focus in 2017 and to, to put the blinders on and to not be distracted uh, by what anyone else was doing because I had a goal. And I had my series of things that I needed to do, and I just needed to do them. And so I was really glad I had it right here next to my desk for the first half of the year because I needed it. I looked at it a lot. Every time I felt myself getting pulled away, I looked back at it and was like, focus. And a lot of people were using focus last year, so it was kind of like, are you focused? We all kind of supported each other. And by the end of the year, it was just something that I did. Um, it was something that I just knew to remind myself to do and get back on track. So it was a very successful year for Focus. New New Year, new word for 2018. And I have chosen Fearless because that is the other thing that pulls me back sometimes. It's that, oh, I could do this, but it might not work. Or I could do this, but it won't be as good as when this other author does it. Or I could do this, but it may epically blow up in my face like giveaways. I never do giveaways because I always am convinced they're going to blow up in my face. So this year I'm walking into 2018 fearless um, because I need to stop letting those things trip me up. Um, and I actually I have a mantra bracelet that says fearless and I didn't even think about it when I chose the word. I had already printed up a thing and I was talking to, to my, my writing group about what I should to have it in my life all the time because like last year focus was around me and it was a huge help I wanted I want fearless around me until I until I live it um, and so I was looking at all these other things and then I went to put on my mantra bracelets and I'm I have one that I can wear every single day that's staring me in the face that says to be fearless I also have one that says warrior I love that one too 
Um, so mantra bracelets are, are a great thing if your word is on one of the mantras, because then you just have it right here on your wrist all the time. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2018, is being fearless, taking my author career and my writing, my two new series, all these other projects with my newsletter and something I'm doing with a, a serialized fiction app called Radish, maybe, we'll see. Um, just doing it all, not because I don't know what I'm doing, not because I'm unfocused, but because this is the year of being brave and fearless. And I have a plan for doing all these things. It's not an overwhelming over the top thing. It's just doing it and executing. So happy 2018, all of you in first draft landia.